0: Barney and
1: Friends, Barney Simon, Jacaranda FM. Just come in, and take uh, take like names of a roster, so like uh, Tristan, present, Barney, I'm present. And then when the guy got to my name, <laughs> to read it off a piece of paper, he looked at the name and he started to say for f- <laughs> for. And he couldn't pronounce it properly and he, he I don't know if he felt embarrassed or not, but then like he didn't even say my name. He just like, well, from he's like, Far from today, we're gonna be calling you fudge. And it was the first and he it was the first word that came to his head that started with an F. And all my friends started calling me Fudge or Fudgy at training. And the next day at school, the next morning, so it was a Tuesday practice, Wednesday morning. Everybody started calling me Fudgy and it's been 18 years since. <laughs> I heard it in New Zealand in the final, Fudgy! <laughs> AB shouting at you, you
0: know what I mean? Yeah. Like, we're going to talk about that, uh, the World Cup, but uh, you're still in high school now. Yes. When did you, I mean, your parents, I'd love to know because we're going to talk cricket a little bit later on again, but... Uh, what kind of music did your parents listen to? The vibe. Did you guys ever play any instruments? Did you play the piano? Did you try and play the guitar? You and your brother.
1: There wasn't a musical instrument in my house. <laughs> to be fair, um, I think I've mentioned it earlier. There was only balls in ours: rugby ball, cricket ball, squash ball, tennis ball, soccer ball. Any ball you could think of, there was. There was a whole host of like balls in ours and rackets: tennis racket, squash racket, baseball bat, cricket bat hockey stick um and then there was the rugby boots soccer boots you know that was how we that's the only way we grew up i mean that's myself and my brother we we played each other we used, used to be one day he used to be alan donnell i used to be hansi grenier and i used to be john t and i used to be sean Pollock. and then we used to be international players and you know we used to go to newlands and watch rugby and watch cricket uh, in cape town and all we ever knew was 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 sports mm. you know we um that's we played every sat i think every Saturday for the first for like ten years we were busy in the winter we used to play soccer when we were in primary school and then in mm. in high school um that's when I discovered rugby so rugby became a massive passion of mine I even loved it more than cricket um you know so my parents they were very happy to see us so involved in in sport, you know, because it was something that we loved. It was something that was, that like, that my dad loved and my mom, she grew to love it. <laughs> you know, this is, uh, it's just my, my brother and I and my dad. So it's three boys and my mom is the only girl in the house. So it just became kind of tough, uh, you know, there wasn't, I don't, I don't have a sister. Um, so, you know, we all lived through through sports and through my Saturdays when I was growing up and as, when my brother was old enough to play sport. We love through ye Saturdays, and then um, you know that's that's what was that's what was going on in high school and stuff. Um, mm. Maybe you know, maybe I could have you know learned, or maybe I could have been introduced to an instrument or not. But you know, as it, as it turns out, you know, I'm probably not that way inclined. I don't have a singing voice. <laughs>
0: so, in other words, you weren't part of the boys' choir. No, because not
1: <laughs> not at all.
0: no. Sport. If you look at the kids today, I mean, a yes. lot of drug problems, violence, gangs. It's chaos. In your day, there must have been a lot of gangs around and bad influences. And because uh, you were disciplined at school and maybe your parents as well protected you from that. But there must have been a time in your life where you went, "Phew,
1: you know this gangster thing looks kind of cool. I want to be part of the whole thing." What was it like, Barney? I grew up in the Cape Flats, so I stayed in a in a in a suburb called Surrey Estate, and it's next to the very notorious Mannenberg in Cape Town. Um, our community was quite cool, our group of neighbors were, were, were very cool, and they, all their kids were very involved in sport, and like we used to play, like I mentioned, um, street cricket and street soccer, and you know, and my parents, you know, you don't really realize it now, but they actually sheltered us from that particular environment. I was never really inclined to go that particular way. Mm. I, I don't know what it was you know it was just it was just a sport crazy family and, and you know in the winter when it came especially in Cape Town in the, in, the, in the winter months it rains quite a lot so we used to play sport indoors and my mom she would scream <laughs> uh, uh head off you know don't play cricket in the house, no sport no ball games you're going to break windows and inevitably we did break windows um, so yeah so I mean I could see you know like from a from a from a community point of view, and like other people getting involved in the in in the bad side, you know the drugs and the violence and and the gangsters and stuff. Uh, my, I kind of I, I felt like me being a role model to my little brother. You know, we kind of like get each other going with 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 regards to sports, and I think that's why my mom sent me to it High School mm. outside of the. Um, outside of the area, you know, so that wasn't a high school where there was, there was problems with violence and gangsters and drugs inside the particular school that, that, that could have lured me. So, you know, I'm very, I'm very grateful and very thankful that she took me out of that environment, sent me to Westford High School. So I was out of that environment and then looked after my academics, you know, played sport and as I've mentioned, met a whole lot of people within the, with, with, with within Westford, you know, that, that came from a whole host of different backgrounds and, um, as soon as the, as soon as I started playing sport and became fairly good at it, you know, cricket under fourteen, under fifteen, I played rugby a fourteen, under fifteen, first team. You know, once that got me hooked and we started becoming good at it, um, you know, there wasn't, there wasn't there was there was there was there was no stopping me. You know, going forward in that particular life that when we were growing up from primary school to high school, it was almost just left behind on a whim. You know, we had no inclination of going that way, and we kind of. I would say saw the proverbial light, um, and 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 sport was a. I mean, it sounds maybe a, like an old, um, like an old broken record, but sport actually, sport actually um, gave us that opportunity, you know, to steer far away, and um, you know, it's 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 proven uh, a worthwhile tool for us. How do you feel about uh, the gangs yeah. now,
0: and, and the stories that you read, and the, do you think if? if we can put something back into those communities like sport, that the gangs will go away. I don't think that'll solve the problem, but um, I think it starts with the parents now, because most yeah. of them are in gangs, and the kids get
1: involved. That's just what what, what my point of view, but uh, how do you think they'll solve that problem? It's a very tough one. I don't think we'll ever eradicate that particular problem. I know one of my good friends, J.P. Dumini, who I play with, he started a, a community uh, project in Cape Town, I think it's called the JP 21 project. 21 is a number on his back, and um, it's a cricket competition within primary school. So he's trying to target the very younger kids. So, you know, so like I said, when so I got hooked at a very early age onto sport, and once I got Mm -hmm. hooked, I couldn't go back. I think it's sort of a similar thing once you get hooked in a certain particular lifestyle, whether it be bad or good, you know, once you get hooked, it's kind of tough. It's like Mm -hmm. smoking cigarettes. Once you get hooked, it's it's tough to get out of it. So, um, so he's kind of started this particular community project, trying to incorporate primary schools to kind of get the sport going again in primary schools because that's kind of waned uh, waned off a little bit, uh, especially with regards to there's a whole host of things that, that 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 can occupy youngsters these days. You know, there's PlayStation and Xbox and. All sorts of like gadgets, you know, music, iPads, iPods, whatever. All all sort. I, To be fair, I never had that, you know, growing up. So it was slightly easier. So the the challenge is to kind of get the kids hooked and the get get the kids in to enjoy playing sport again, mm. um, and not necessarily just for competition and just playing amongst each other, you know. And I. Don't know a solution for that. Don't know how to mm. get that across. It would seem a lot easier to do, uh, or saying it. saying it would be a lot easier um, than to actually implement it. So it could be a route. Even the cops are too scared to go in there. You yeah. know
0: what I mean? It's 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 a major problem. But yeah. um, uh, you know, thank your parents and the school that you went to. Uh, then, um, how many A's did you get him a trick? Ek had
1: zero eyes die metriek. Oh no, come on now. I got zero eyes, got a B in Afrikaans, I was pretty good. Kan um, jy soebyk Afrikaans praat? Ek is tweetalig, ek bly my in Pretoria vir, vir negen jaar, um, so ek kan Afrikaans praat, my Afrikaans oorskool onderwijs, en rees sal baie trots wees op my nou. Jy klink uh, baie goed.
0: <laughs> <laughs> en, en jy is nie a blau bul nie nou? Ne?
1: Nee, jy slaat nie a blau bul nie. As ek nou, as jy my nou snu, en as jy my nou my arm snu, dan bly ek wit en blau strepe vir jou. Uh, Stormers VP and Stormers <laughs> VP Now, tell
0: me Okay, we going to have your Yeah, let's go back to England So, uh, you got matric and uh, your parents are proud of you uh, When did you know, Did you play club cricket uh, while you were still at school or only when you got into varsity?
1: I played a little bit of club cricket for uh, a club called Ottomans Cricket Club It's one of the oldest cricket clubs in the country I think they are and, it was the 110 40th or 130th anniversary the other day. Um, my brother currently plays for them in Cape Town. They're still going. Um, and they, my best friend, who's still my best friend today, Shadley, his father used to be chairman and whenever we had school holidays, he'd invite me to play a few third, second team and third team games just to just to get a bit of and that's how keen we were to play you know even in our school holidays we wanted to play cricket you know Mm. and play with the men and just to get a bit of experience and uh, so I played a bit of club cricket and that experience uh, so it was it's a Muslim um, cricket club and they have a relationship with the the Malaysian because my descendants are Cape Malay Mm. and back in Whenever three hundred and four, four three hundred and fifty years ago, years ago, there was some slaves that came over to work for Simon van der Stel and the Dutch colonisers when they came to Cape Town, whatever, and then a relationship was struck with the Malaysian community and the and the, and the Cape Malay community, and we went to a Malaysia and they played a bit of cricket and we played a bit of cricket and we kind of just went on holiday for a little bit, <laughs> so me playing for them actually. Um, it was a very good thing, and it was quite a family-orientated um, uh, trip. There was a lot of people who have never been overseas before, and we took them along with us, and s- myself included. I've never been overseas up until that point, and we went to uh, Kuala Lumpur, we went to, um, we went to Singapore, we went to Penang Island of Kwa- uh, Malaysia, which is beautiful. Um, so I did play club cricket, and that opportunity playing club cricket afforded me to go overseas, which I've never been, and I've, and I've never done before up until then. Yeah, that was just a little bit, and then I played for UCT cricket uh, after 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 high school. Um, Went to UCT, studied uh, a BS psychology uh, degree in two (laughs) thousand and one. Giving away my age a little bit doesn't matter. Again, he's he's still young, (laughs) and uh, so I did that in two thousand and one, and I played club cricket for UCT. A wonderful three years um again the opportunity they played in the best league in cape town and i got offered a burst at uwc and uct uwc didn't play in the best league they played in the league below and i decided to go play cricket for the best like in the best league and to be recognized and to to be seen and if it, the team did well I, you know hopefully i would have um gained some some representative honors and. That's exactly how it turned out, you know, a few years playing for UCT, grafting odd and <laughs> it was uh it was a lot of fun playing for varsity side. <laughs> uh we were we were we were definitely naughty. We went to a few SAUs and South African University week and uh we went to Club Champs Week a few times and yeah, we were, we were very successful. Do you
0: remember of the, uh, any of the famous people now in the pro tiers and that did well uh,
1: when you played club cricket? Did you play against any of the big names today? There's a very, well, quite a, quite a well-known guy. His name is Ryan Tenduskarte. He, plays, he played for Ireland. He plays for the Kolkata Knight Riders in the IPL. And he play, he's currently resides in the UK. He plays for Essex, uh, one of the county sides there. He was my captain um very good guy. I learned cricket through him. Uh he, he was very hard on the field, but um quite a soft guy off the field, you know. So that's where I learned. you know, we always had a saying when we were playing for UCT, we um we're not we're we not yet to make friends. So we would be very we'd be quite aggressive playing. Um another guy who played for UCT, albeit only just a few games, Graham Smith. Our former, oh national yes, sp- we know him. Yeah, our <laughs> former national captain. So
0: you were there playing with him at
1: that stage. So I was like wow. eighteen years old, and he has Graham Smith, and he played a few games. I think he played. He made his debut for South Africa, and he was good friends with a very good friend of mine, Doug Worth, and we all pretty good friends now. And we he played a few games, and it was quite, it um, was a wow moment for me. You know, it was, it's really like wow. This you know this this guy is. Um, he is who he is and he's still playing a bit of club cricket. And um so that's just some of the guys that I know. And um I'm trying to think such a long time ago playing club cricket at UCT. Um yeah, so two or two or three years, two or three years went by and got recognized. I was first a bowler. Um <laughs> no, that's
0: what I wanted to know, because everybody wants to bat. You know, you think you want to be the opening batsman, and that's it, and you'll be famous. <laughs> Nobody wants to buy... Barney and Friends. Barney Simons.